1: Hello, and welcome back to another podcast from TheWalk.se, the ongoing story about becoming a minimalist vagabond while walking from Stockholm to Sydney. When I left you last, I was in um, Panama City, and I was just celebrating one year on The Walk, and uh, uh, it's been a little bit more than a week since then. Well, a few things have happened, I'm slowly making my way west across uh, America, uh, as I walk, I think I've mentioned before that I, I listen to a lot of podcasts and audio books. And uh, generally, I, I have. Uh, although I think I, I mentioned in the last podcast that I uh, am a little bit surprised at the, the lack of time I have to produce anything, any creative work myself, uh, I do have a lot of time to listen to other people. Which I suppose, in a way, is very, very gratifying. Uh, I can take myself, take the time for myself to listen, uh, to learn, and um, get a lot of uh, information from a lot of different places uh, and mean you know, i 've got a, another year to walk, and as i walk i 'm finding more and more podcasts that I like to listen to, uh, I'm finding a lot of interesting information reflections about everything from Well, all the things I'm interested in, everything from fitness to philosophy to to, to travel to, well, basically anything at all. I really wanted to start this podcast with a quote that I found on, uh, or rather I found through one of the podcasts I'm listening to at the moment. I I should say that um, I think I will in a future podcast, I'm not quite sure when, but in a future podcast I'll try to... uh, make a list of the podcasts I am listening to, the ones that sort of stick with me, that I uh, will continue to listen to and that I think have good, interesting content, and I'll post that somewhere. But that'll be be a future segment. But one of the podcasts I've found recently that actually uh, my couch-surfing host, uh, Bill, uh, put me onto is a podcast called Fitness Behaviour by... uh, bevan James Isles, uh, a New Zealand guy, and uh, in one of the earlier uh, episodes he he quotes uh, a quote that is from uh, from Steve Jobs, and uh, I mean uh, Steve Jobs is probably one of the most quoted persons <laughs> out there. There are a lot of quotes uh, there, but he he quotes one in in on, on one of his podcasts that um, that I actually really like, um, and I thought i 'd start the Podcast today with that, and it goes like this Here's to the crazy ones, the misfits, the rebels, the troublemakers, the round pegs in a square hole, the ones who see things differently. They're not fond of rules. You can quote them, disagree with them, glorify or willify them, but the only thing you can't do is ignore them because they change things. They push the human race forward. And while some may see them see them as the crazy ones, we see genius because the ones who are crazy enough to think that they can change the world are the ones who do. Now, I really like that quote. It resonated with me when I heard it, and I hope you like it. It's, a, as I said, a Steve Jobs quote, which I don't know if that's a positive or a negative, but there it is. And I think it's true. We have to push boundaries, Uh you don't always have to be crazy to push the boundaries, but when you do, I think uh, a lot of people can think of you as crazy. Uh, I think uh, one of the things that that I <clears throat> might say is one of my failings is that I am not a uh, round peg in a square hole. I've always been more of a plasticine peg that fits into any hole he gets put into. So uh, maybe I should have been a bit more rebellious. Maybe I should have... Uh, tried to do a bit stranger things before i turned 50 but who knows i've got the chance to continue now now but i uh, do not really want to say too much about that quote uh other than just to have it in there and, uh, and yeah, it's something to think about isn't it as i said panama city i uh, i enjoyed a, a nice dinner there with my host uh, russell and his girlfriend and um, then the next morning it was time to head off again and i headed off uh Across Panama Beach, walking, I was heading towards Pensacola, where I uh, uh, was hoping to stay with another couch-surfing host when when I arrived there. And so, Pensacola is a uh, oh, it was a good four-day walk, I think, to get there. And I, I walked along uh, Panama Beach, and you know, I spent a lot of time walking along the beach. It was, it's quite interesting, and uh, saw a lot of strange things there. Uh, Panama Beach, as opposed to Pan- Panama City, is a little bit more touristy, and there there were a lot of uh, theme parks and uh, big hotels and, and stuff like that. Not as charming as Panama City, but but nice and interesting to see. Uh, among other things, I saw there was a, a house that was turned upside down. Looked like it had been torn up by a tornado or something. Wonderworks, it was called. And I also ran into a, a, a couple there that were. Um, Pushing a, a shopping trolley, that was their cart. They didn't have the uh, as good a mule as I have, and they were um, trying to get some money together to uh, to leave Panama Beach after a, a weekend or something there partying, and they'd run out of money, and they were uh, trying to get some money together to uh, get a bus ticket and leave. I walked a uh, fair while that first day, and I actually ended up uh, camping in a, uh, in a in a state park. And as I came, well, I don't remember the mileage, but I think I did something like 55 kilometers or something that that day, and I arrived at the state park quite late. It would have been 8, 8.30 or something, so I arrived basically after after sunset, and I was as I was walking into the state park, uh, I had a really brilliant sunset. So, yeah, it was really nice. Long day's walk, tiring, but beautiful scenery one problem that happened really the next day was that, uh, for the first time in a long time, I decided to, uh, use my sandals, my, my Merrill sandals with, um, ordinary socks, not toe socks, toe socks, uh, are the little socks with, uh, with small pockets for your individual toes, uh, and I really like them because they, uh, they stop any chafing between the toes without the need to lubricate or or tape or anything between the toes. Uh, and I, I went for a walk, uh, almost walked that full next day without any toe socks, and I ended up with a great big blister in, bet- on my big toe. My big toe on my right foot, uh, my right foot is where I always have all my problems. And that, that was a bit of a hassle. Couldn't really do much about it, though. It was a big blister, and it sort of slowed me up for the, the next few days walking because... Uh, even though I started using toe socks again, that blister still hurt when I was walking, but no, couldn't do much about it. Should, have, should, should really have known better before I started walking, but there it is. bit of a warning there.'ll I'll post a, a picture both on a, on the Acast app and on the blog. and if you' you're a bit squeamish and you don't want to see uh, what a blister looks like close up, don't don't have a look basically. And then I, I headed up towards um, Pensacola. And I arrived in Pensacola, and uh, it was a long walk, the last walk into Pensacola. I I arrived quite late at uh, at Jason's place, a a couch-surfing host that had uh, very kindly decided to put me up. And I arrived there and found that he had another couch-surfing guest there, a girl called Jocelyn, that was uh, there to... uh, she was staying there while she was uh, finishing her uh, scuba diving uh, accreditation to get her license. Yeah, we, we, we talked for a while, and we went out for a beer, and um, I'll post a picture that the, the Jocelyn, or someone, actually one of the other guests took with Jocelyn's camera while we were out drinking our beer, and it's uh, a black and white shot, and uh, you'll see Jocelyn, and you'll see Jason, and you'll see me, and you'll see that I look very tired, and and I was. This is like, uh, would have been about nine thirty ten 10 o'clock, uh, possibly even a little bit later, and... Uh, Uh, after walking at least 55 kilometers during that, and it was a long, long, hot day. So, yeah, the reason I'm looking tired is because I am tired, basically. Uh, I stayed uh, with Jason the next day, and we we took it easy. I actually went out and did a few things, uh, and um, he wanted me to take a picture of him on his his bike. He's got a new bike, and so we did that. And uh, and then... uh, we, um, I actually uh, have been had been invited earlier to stay with uh, uh, a couple in, in Mobile in Alabama, and I got in contact with them to to check that that offer was still uh, on, on the cards, and it was. Uh, and uh, they actually wondered if I could arrive so I could stay here for for Saturday when they were having. A, uh, a few friends over and they, they would like to meet me. And so I actually stayed a day longer with Jason. He was a real kind, let me stay a day longer. No problem at all. Uh, before I headed out towards, um, mobile. Oh, and actually, and I should, should add, uh, I, um, on the day that I walked to Pensacola, I actually ran into, uh, two people on my way there. And, uh, For the first time during my whole walk, I ran into two other people that are doing a long walk themselves. I stopped at a Starbucks to get a coffee. I wanted to get a good, strong coffee. And uh, sitting outside there were these uh, two hippie-looking guys uh, enjoying some coffee. And when they saw the cart, they immediately started asking me some questions. Well, it turned out that they have been walking from... uh, San Francisco, and were walking uh, uh, ocean to ocean across America, and that had been out for a year in the same period as as I had, and uh, they were doing a bit rougher than I am, and uh, they seemed to be really enjoying it, taking it easy, getting along, and they were... They seemed to be reasonably happy that they were getting towards the end of their big trip. And I sat talking with them for a while, even though I knew I had a long distance to walk that day. It was so interesting to meet somebody that was doing the same thing as I was that uh, I, I stay there and talk with them for a while, I don't know, maybe an hour. And uh, it was only just before I left that I realized that I should have been recording that. So what I did is I got, the, got out the recorder and uh, I did a little quick uh, little interview, or I wouldn't call it an interview, but we talked a little bit on it. And, uh, uh, and I'll, I'll put that up now, and this is what we said.
2: Here I am in Gulf Breeze, Florida, and I've just met uh, the first two real walkers I've met on the trip. And uh, here they are. Hello.
0: Flute. Hello world. Hello world, yeah. I'm, I'm Elliot. Elliot? Yeah. My name's Graham. Graham not Elliot. How long have you been gone? It's been over a year, it's almost been a year and two months. March 15th we left, um, it's been just about 3,000 miles. We plan to do uh, maybe 3,200, 3,300 by the time the walk is up, uh, which will have been a route starting in San Francisco, California, right with our boots dipped in the Pacific Ocean. Uh, gosh. All the way through uh, until we're thinking Fort Augustine. Fort Augustine, so, yeah. Which is yeah. where the southern tier yeah, starts, starts. Yeah, like we had heard. yeah, yeah.
2: And it's a, it's, it's, it's been a an ocean to ocean, basically. Yeah, that was
0: that was the idea. Um, even even when we started, some of the, some of the ideas were, well, we could we could go to the Gulf and we could call it there. Uh, it wasn't until I started researching into the the, I guess the logistics or, or what it means to other people to to walk as a, as a pilgrimage or a form of transportation, and you see that people really really get into it and take yeah. the time to set out an entire route and yeah. set the, the time aside and do it I, I felt ocean to ocean was uh, was personally much better some people will say oh so you're going to Florida and it's like no I'm going to the, to the ocean because I, I'm not really interested in uh, specific political borders or boundaries like no. the, the idea of Florida is, is, uh, is not as grand or enigmatic as the ocean in itself it's got yeah. a lot more yeah. The Atlantic is pretty
2: pretty tangible, sort of. So, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah that's, that's a distinct border, <laughs> yeah. while the, yeah. the border of you know, uh, yeah. Alabama and Mississippi is, is tri- uh, triviality. Yeah,
2: yeah, it doesn't really make any difference, does it? No, oh, Great. Well, as I said, you guys are the first real walkers I've met in a year of traveling. Likewise. Yeah. that's Isn't that pretty incredible, though, that, that, that there aren't more people walking? Because, in a way, isn't that the most simple way we can get started?
0: Yeah, I, People, people, people always do what's easy and, and practical, and uh, um, what's convenient. Um, and uh, eh, there's a I, lot to be said about I that. A, I have a, I have I don't know if it's pessimistic or realistic expectation of society. And that's uh, that one out of ten people are, are actually, uh, I don't know, re- realized or awake uh, and, and, and open to uh, to doing things outside the grain, and then everyone else is uh, to lesser or greater extent just. Tied into reproducing and uh, feeding themselves.
2: Yeah, and I, mean, and I mean, I mean, there are certain basic sort of uh, biological drives we all have, but we also have we have to have, we, we, we want to reproduce and we want to eat and we want to have a, a certain amount of safety. But then on top of that, we've got all the uh, the cultural, the social sort of uh, schooling that we get get us into uh, like career and stuff and how we value ourselves by what we own and all
0: that sort of stuff. It's a pretty big sort of thing, and most people don't look outside that, do they? I find that uh, no, sure. no. it, 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 it's 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 really necessary to to get that outside perspective, and um, the best the best way to do it is um, stripping stripping away all the conveniences. I find that the things that that are most convenient I don't know refrigerators, yeah. cars, yeah. microwaves, the like are some of the most destructive forces that we've that we've uh, come up with, and. Sometimes, sometimes you gotta, you gotta get the raw and, and what people would call the, the bad or the pain. You gotta, you gotta experience it to have a broader perspective, and after that, you can relay it onto your life.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's great. It's been really cool meeting you guys because, as I said, the first first people that are walking and you're doing it properly and they're enjoying it. It's that, really excellent. Yeah. Uh, what was the name of your your blog? You had a
0: blog. Yeah. Uh, still moreglorious.blogspot.com um, we'll, of, uh, we'll be able to see the, the
2: finish on there very shortly, I imagine. Right? Yeah, what's, what's the plan?
0: I suppose, gosh, I, I, I suppose by the time I get back to a home, um, I'll kind of I'll be able to wrap it up uh, with the last photos and I suppose a, a sort of credit roll. Uh, we plan on... We've done a couple short, short videos so far um we plan on doing one more this one will have a bit more content and uh putting them together and uh that's where you'll be able to see it all
2: oh it's so cool i put a i put a link to it on the site too so can get people over there looking at it
0: excellent excellent
2: thanks guys and uh, good luck with the walking
1: likewise likewise
0: thanks
1: yeah interesting eh? well uh check out their website uh it'll be interesting to see i'm going to check it out myself soon see uh uh, if it gets updated with the the last portion, and then we will be interesting to see when they finish and when they actually arrive uh, at the Atlantic Ocean. Back to Pensacola, and on Tuesday morning... Oh, no, actually, uh, on, um, on Monday, the day I stayed extra, uh, Jason had to work, but I went with him uh, into town, and while he was working, I, I uh, sort of walked around town, had a look at a few stores, had a look at some sites and... Uh, uh, tried to update some stuff on the on on the, the website. Try to organise a few things. Get up to date with emails. And I, I found a um, a sporting store that sold uh, shoes. And I always check then if I can get woolen toe socks, which seem to be very very hard to get. And they they didn't have any. But I checked out some other stuff. And we had a nice outdoor store. And then I found a, a shoe uh, a running store called uh, it was called Running Wild. And they had some really, really uh, great-looking shoes. And they were a shoe that has an extremely wide toe box. Uh, Well, as you know, especially with uh, as you saw in one of the previous pictures, one of the problems I have with shoes is they always squash my toes together because I have large toes. Wide foot and large toes is not a good combination. Uh, But they had these shoes called Ultra, A-L-T-R-A, and they had an extremely wide shoe box. So I tried the pair of them on. And the pair that they had, uh, I felt were too soft. I, I don't want too much cushioning. I want a more of a minimalistic uh, style sole. But uh, the salesman there was very kind. We talked a lot. And he admired my uh, zero zero sandal shoes or zero, zero shoes sandals and my minimalist sandals that i walk around with during the day. And uh, he actually went out the back and found a, another pair of another model that had a, a, a thinner sole that didn't sort of uh, have as much cushioning. It was very much a more minimalistic shoe with a with a zero drop, like a, almost flat, that didn't lift the heel at all. And uh, I tried them out, and I even went so far as to remove the insole, and um, found that they were really great. So I ended up buying them expensive uh, especially as I know that I wear out shoes pretty quickly but a nice comfortable shoe is difficult for me to get so uh, I was quite happy to get them and um, spending money that I don't really have but I have to have shoes to walk. Uh, One problem is I I did have an ambition from when I was in, in France when I actually ordered my uh, zero shoes sandals that I would be able to transition into using them all the time but I haven't really been able to do that. The uh, They are an extremely thin uh, sandal and although they fit well and they, they really give a nice feel, they are a little bit too thin and the, and the prolonged beating I'm giving my shoes when I walk as much as I walk every day, I haven't really been able to transition into using them all the time. Um, in some ways, I almost hope that I will be able to do that because it would make things a little bit easier on the shoe front. And now that I'm here in Southern America and it's nice and warm, I can uh, can use sandals all the time again. But um, I'll just have to see how that goes. I'm, I'm not not quite sure. The uh, and now that I found these ultra shoes, that the, they um, they might be a really good compromise that I can use because they offer a little bit more protection, a little bit more. Uh, cushioning under the sole so i can use those and i have my merrill sandals that i've actually modified my merrill sandals they're just an ordinary sandal like all sandals they or like most sandals they have a um, a portion that holds your toes in a little bit and what i've actually done is i've uh, i've cut that away so to open it up so uh, i've got the rear ankle strap and i have a strap heading across my foot from my from the big toe across but the, the section that actually goes forward to to my little toe i've I've uh, cut off uh, giving myself a bit more room and when once i did that modification they have become a lot more comfortable and i can walk in those all day so i've actually got some some good walking gear that i know that i can walk in and that i can walk in now for extended periods um I started using the ultra shoes the first day. I walked fifty-three kilometers uh, without a blister, which is f- or any any sort of complication at all, which is pretty good going. It's, it's uh, straight out of the box start using them and not a problem. And I do tend to generate uh, blisters, so but that that worked quite well. And that was on the Tuesday morning, uh, I got a lift, me and the mule, got a lift with Jason into Pensacola from, from his house, and I started uh, in Pensacola on the southern tier bicycle route, which I'm basically following now, and headed off uh, with uh, Mobile being the um, the destination, hopefully, and I was planning to do that in three days. As it turned out, that was probably a little bit optimistic, and ended up being three long days, it was a 50... Oh, was a 50, 53 kilometer day and then a 50 kilometer day followed by another 53 kilometer day. so I should have really done it in four days, uh, uh, but poor planning by me, poor poor reading of the map and poor addition somehow I don't really know what happened, but I did something wrong there when I calculated the distance anyway. but anyway I got this I got a ride with Jason in and I set off in my new shoes and, um, and I headed off along southwest Pensacola, and I walked down through State Park, uh, uh, Gulf State Park to Gulf Shores, uh, and I actually ended up camping that first night in, in the in the Gulf State Park. Next day, I started from the Gulf State Park with uh, had the intention of making it to Dolphin Island and uh, camping there. There's a campground on the Dolphin Island side. There's a ferry that goes between Fort Morgan and Dolphin Island, and I was intending to make the ferry, uh, cross over and uh, stay in dolphin island and then have a long big last day walk to, to, Mo- to mobile the next day uh, but it, was a, it wasn't the nicest day of walking, it was very wet, had a lot of rain, a lot of thunderstorms uh, and as anyone who's done a bit of walking knows uh, one of the worst things for your feet is walking in wet shoes and wet socks any tendency to, to blister or anything like that actually gets a lot worse. And I was uh, quite impressed with my new shoes that I survived that that full day. Again, I think to to a large portion because I was wearing toe socks without getting any serious blistering or or even making the blister I already had any worse. So that that worked out quite well. But there was a lot of water everywhere. Uh, certain parts of the road were flooded, and I walked past parts in. Fort Morgan where you almost needed a boat to to get to the different houses I was walking along uh, the road and certain sections there were big signs that said water on the road and you had to slow down and take it carefully most of the time most of the traffic was pretty cautious when they when they saw me on the road because I had to more or less sometimes uh, get into the middle of the road then quickly walk a a section and get off the side of the road um, to let them pass but Somehow there were some people that couldn't understand that when they went through the water quickly, they splashed me, and uh, and then they they were even all um, some of them. I remember one guy particularly. He came driving along, went right through a puddle, splashing water everywhere, and sitting there talking in his mobile phone. And then he looked totally shocked when I gave him the finger. So I don't know what to say about that. When I arrived at Dolphin Island, uh, oh sorry, at at Fort Morgan, there's a, um, a ferry there that goes uh, once every hour and a half, but it had been uh, uh, closed off during the um, the middle of the day because of all the thunderstorms. But luckily enough, they had resumed service again, and uh, I unfortunately missed the second last ferry, the one that leaves at uh, 5.45, and I had to wait to the one that, that leaves at uh, 7.15 in the evening. So... Uh, I had an, an hour and a bit sitting around there and I talked to the guy in the, uh, there's a, I bought some coffee and I spoke to a guy in there who works there and uh, just generally took it easy and tried to, to plan out the next days and dried out the tent a little bit. It had stopped raining by this stage and it was a, it was, it was a nice evening. And then I actually had a very, very nice ride on the ferry across um, Mobile Bay Sound or Mobile Bay, it's just called Mobile Bay, and um, passed some uh, um, natural gas platforms that there, and, and there was a, a very, very nice cloud formations, and the sun was setting, so there was, it was beautiful colours and beautiful uh, cloud formations, and just a nice trip across the bay, basically. And I ended up arriving just in time to check into the campground and to stay at the campground there for the night. And the next morning I was up very early. I'd set the alarm clock to 6 o'clock, jumped up early, uh, packed all my stuff together and started heading out because I knew I had a long day's walk ahead of me. Google Maps said it was something like 53 kilometers. And I wanted to get started reasonably early so I could take a few breaks later on in the evening when I knew it was going to get hotter. Uh, and I, I headed out. I had a nice day walking. Uh, I, I walked across um, the Dauphin Island Bridge, which is a bridge they've built and a sort of a causeway and a bridge. And unfortunately, I had uh, a strong headwind all the way, all the way heading up there, which made it even harder. But as soon as I arrived on the, on, the, on the mainland on the other side, the wind died down. And I had a, a reasonably nice day's walking that wasn't too hot. It was sunny. But it wasn't exceedingly hot, so it was a nice day to walking. And I finally turned up uh, here in in Mobile to, uh, to visit uh, the people that are putting up me up here, Michael and Maria. And they um, very kindly offered to put me up here. They actually got in contact with me through the website after having seen me on the news when I did that uh, when I was actually featured on the news about oh a month ago when I was in in. Uh, uh, in oh, where was it? I can't even remember now where it was. They had dinner waiting for me and a nice place to sleep and I had a a nice shower and I had a nice day's a uh, night's rest and now uh, I'm taking a nice easy rest day and waiting for um, some of their family to arrive this afternoon and we're going to eat crayfish uh, which will be which will be great. Tomorrow I intend to do a bit more sightseeing. uh, And uh, then on uh, Sunday, the the way it looks at the moment, I will be getting started again, heading west again. I will basically be following the southern tier cycle trail from here, the way it looks at the moment anyway, and we'll be heading sort of west and we'll be coming, walking uh, above uh, New Orleans. uh, But I hope to be staying with... uh, some 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 people uh, just above new orleans and uh, hope to be able to get into new orleans to do a bit of sightseeing when i do that so i'm not quite sure it's probably a week's walking for me to get there so i don't think i will be doing another update on the podcast before i get to that stage but uh, you never know you never know what happens everything's very flexible as you know with the walk and um, just about anything can happen Uh, My blister's healing up alright. I love my new shoes. Uh, I love the whole concept of the walk and what I'm doing, and I'm really enjoying it. People are nice and friendly, and uh, what can I say? Enjoy life and keep walking.
0: Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget?